Welcome back to the People First Podcast. I'm Andy Ryan, as usual. I'm joined by Brook Street brand leader, Lee Passingham. And on today's show, we're going to be talking about the relationship between candidate and recruiter. What does that mean for you when I just say the relationship between those two people? Straight off the bat, like, is it how important is that in the scheme of trying to get a job? I would say it's very important. Look, relationship is is the key word here. And I think that it should be taken seriously because the more time and effort as a candidate you put into building a relationship with your recruiter, the better the outcome is going to be. And it's important now as well, isn't it? Because the market's kind of, is, am I right in saying that shifted? Yeah. So what does that mean for someone looking for a job? Like what do you mean, what, what market shifted and what, what does that actually look like in real terms for someone hunting, hunting for a I mean, role? there's still a skill shortage, let me be clear on that. So the, the jobs that require high skills, you know, are still searching for candidates and, you know, they're still in high demand. But there are less jobs and more candidates on the market now because of what's going on in the economy. So it's more competitive than it was probably six, six, seven weeks ago. Really? Is it's, it that, it's is changed it that quite quick? quickly. It's changed really quickly. Is that yeah. because people don't hire leading into Christmas or is it actually a, a, the economy shifted? Or? Well, you've got two things going on. The economy shifted, so recruit um, companies are nervous. Um, so they are pausing recruitment, slowing down their recruitment process. And then on top of that, you've got the run-up to Christmas. So it's a bit of a double whammy. Recruiters are... I mean, this sounds like a sales pitch, but they are more important than ever for you if you are looking for a job. Yeah. And I use the analogy of, would you go into a courtroom to fight your corner without a solicitor? You know, when when you think about a judge, if you go into a courtroom and you're pleading your case without your solicitor by your side, the judge is going to look at you and not necessarily take you as seriously. You don't talk their language. You don't necessarily understand the finer details of the law. Um, and of course, if you've got a solicit by your side, hopefully it's going to put you in a much better position to have a positive outcome. Mm. And I would say the same can be said for the candidate recruiter relationship. I think what the recruiter does is they will approach clients for you in a very different way than you probably would um, in terms of, you know, that finer detail that can make the difference between you getting a job and you not getting a job or you even getting in front of the client in the first place. And the time it takes for a solicitor to put together a case, and yeah. it's a similar thing with a recruiter. And a, and a solicitor would sit with a with a client and go into every single detail to really understand and what's going on. And it's no different with a recruiter and a candidate. You know, we need to take the time um, to get to know that candidate inside out, back to front, so that we can take them to market and go and talk to our customers about them. With the skill shortage right so there's a skill shortage but there's also less demand on candidates yeah Uh, and so there's an excess of candidates if you are in that candidate pool at the moment you should be trying to upskill I'm assuming you should how are you doing that like what do you what should you be doing on it where do you start with that yeah and I think there's loads of that sort of thing going around at the moment you know everybody's talking about upskilling it's like the new buzzword isn't it you know Mm. you need to upskill yourself and that's a bit of a minefield for a candidate like what does that look like um what should I do and I think the first thing you need to do is be really clear about what your direction of travel is because the job market is vast it's changing you know, if you look at jobs today and you look at jobs 10 years ago, they look entirely different. Um, so I think you need to be really clear on what you're looking for. And then once you are clear, 
or if you're not clear, come and talk to us and we'll try and help you figure that out. Um, but once you're clear, then you can look at, right, from a skills perspective, what do I need to do? Where do I need to upskill myself? And then how do I do that? Is AI having any influence over there being less opportunities for mm. candidates? According to Elon Musk, <laughs> definitely. Um, look, AI, it's, it's an interesting uh, concept, right, because you've got the two extremes. You've got people that are going, that's all there's going to be. There aren't going to be this job. There, you know, It's going to eradicate the need for this and uh, recruitment agencies and everything else. And listen, I, I think to a certain extent that can be true, but I think you cannot take away the impact of people you know, sitting down and having conversations, it's, I don't know, it's, there's so much to be learned about AI, and how we're going to use it and what the future looks like. But I still think it's really important to, to sit down like this and Mm. have a conversation with a real person. As a, as a hiring manager yourself, like, how are you, how are you evolving apart from AI? How are you? How do you evolve? Like the sort of things that you're looking for, and how you, because you must go into an interview, yeah, wanting to establish some sort of an opinion on that person's character, on their skills. Yeah. How are you, how are you doing that? Like, where do you I mean, start? I've always interviewed in the same way um, because I f- I find that, and I guess this is an experience thing, but. I'm always talking to somebody about themselves before I go into any of their work history or the situational type stuff because I find that part, one, puts the person at ease because, you know, we're just chatting about them and what they're about. Um, I want to get a sense of somebody in that way before I start to get into the nitty-gritty of the actual job that I'm interviewing them for. Mm. So what sort of questions might you ask in that situation? Um, I talk about um, friendship groups. So, like, How many friends have you got? No, well, you know, I think it's important. Like, talk to me about your best friend. Describe your best friend to me. And also, what would your best friend say about you? Oh, yeah. You know, all of that good stuff. Because it's it's different. It's a different way of asking about somebody's strengths and weaknesses because... I know what you mean. It's finding... Yeah. It's working out what other people think about you. Yeah. Rather than trying to think about what you think about you. Yeah. It taps into the subconscious, apparently. That's a good shout. When you're... Okay, so let's go back to a recruiter and why someone should should use a recruiter. Because it's more... There's a reputation that for recruiters, it's about filling a role and making some money. Yeah. That's part of it. Yeah, of course. That's part of the pressure. But from a dealing with the people perspective, there's another element, isn't it? Because, yeah. you know, we do temporary and permanent placements and sometimes it's, it's also about career development. Yeah, it is. And, and it comes back to that um, relationship piece. And look, you're right we are recruiters it's their job right so they're earning their salary they're earning bonus they get paid on helping people out into work um but there's a lot more that goes into it and some of the best recruiters I know have relationships with their candidates that go over years and years and years and they take them from job to job to job to job and I think that is really um impressive and it's lovely to watch you know I've got people that have worked for me for 20 plus years that have taken somebody from their first job into potentially the the job that they're going to be in for life. So I think it's it's key. When you're trying to find a job, like it's quite a lonely experience for 
an individual because you're sitting there, you're wait, you're applying for jobs, and then you're waiting, yeah. and you're waiting, and you're waiting. And I've seen it firsthand where someone has said, "Oh yeah, we'll come back to you," and they haven't. Yeah. But it's such a key aspect of the recruitment process is communication, isn't it? Yeah, I think you're right. And I think that looking for a job, and actually at the moment in the market, because people are uh, losing their jobs, being made redundant and things like that, it is really isolating and quite scary. You know, if you're at home and you're suddenly faced with being having to go out there and look for a job again, even though there is a lot online, it's daunting. It's like, where do I start? What do I do? Um, and some people don't want to... Um, build a relationship with a recruiter for they might have preconceived ideas about what that looks like um but I would recommend anybody to come and talk to a recruiter when they're looking for a job one they're going to have access to jobs that aren't online mm. um so I think you're opening yourself up to a broader market but secondly it's really important that you don't feel alone and you've got that help and support and that guidance um to take you through that process because it's daunting yeah if you are in a massive candidate pool at the moment and yeah. a recruiter is speaking to a whole lot of candidates, yeah. I would be banging down the doors of a recruiter to get in front of them. Because once you get in front of a recruiter and you show them that you're awesome yeah. and you show them that you're a great person, yeah. that you you present well, that you look great, yeah. that you're, you're, all your skills are there, your experience is there, and that they can then see you in front of a client, yeah. you're increasing your chances so much more. And you it's are. any relationship yeah. is built so much stronger in person. And you're right. And the thing is, you know, we get ghosted all the time. You know, we have candidates that don't contact us mm. or they come to see us and we do loads of work and we get them in front of a client and the client says, yeah, we'll see them for interview candidate never to be seen again mm. you know they go off the radar we can't get hold of them and we work at pace so what that's the other things one of the other benefits from a candidate perspective of coming to a recruiter is that we will speed up that process so it's really important that that communication is two-way it isn't just about the communication we have with the candidate the candidate has to understand the importance of communicating with us and letting us know where they're going, what they're doing, if they're out on other interviews, you know, just keep us posted because that way then we can work to the benefit of you and getting you out to work. It's an interesting relationship, isn't it? Because you've got to build trust so quickly as yeah. well. And you're building trust with someone you've never met. Yeah. That you've both got kind of agendas Yeah. Um, that are aligned in many respects. But how do you build trust with a, with a recruiter or a, can, a candidate? Like how do you do that? Yeah, quickly because you have to. We have to, and and I think it does come back to communication. I think from a candidate perspective, they want to one. I think they want to know that we've understood what they've said and they've been heard. So I think that's the first part of, of building that trust that you know they've basically come to us and you know told us everything, and we need to have listened and heard that and acted on that. So I think that's the first part, isn't it? That they go actually this person understands me and they know what I want or has been able to advise me and mm. help me move forward. And then the second part is is action, isn't it? That person needs to feel that we have actually done something. That we've Follow gone, through. Yeah, absolutely. And, and even if it isn't what they want to hear, and again, I think that's, you know, this is probably the most important part, good, bad or indifferent, we need to be talking to that candidate and, and keeping them in the loop. Mm. Because if it, even if it's not good news... It's all learning and coaching from that perspective, isn't it? You know, if you go on an interview and you haven't necessarily put, performed your best or there's feedback to be had, 
for you to be able to take forward to your next interview, then we need to be in a position to be able to sit you down and, you know, have an honest and open conversation about that. And I think that builds trust, doesn't it? Because you know that we've only got your best interests at heart. Yeah, the feedback thing is quite key to the whole loop of yeah. trying to find someone a job, isn't it? Yeah, and massive. What's the process that a candidate should feel is happening as far as feedback goes? Well, the the process is that we are in touch with you at every point in that process. So, you know, you come to us, we'll talk you through everything. We put you forward for a job. We call you to tell you we put you forward for the job. You get an interview or you don't get an interview. We call you to tell you you've got an interview or you haven't. You go for the interview. We call you to tell you, you know, how you've gone. You've got the job or you haven't got the job or, you know. So every single touch point in that process, and this is something we're we're looking at in Brook Street, is how do we – I want a candidate to feel like – coming to Brook Street and working with Brook Street is an experience. And in order for them to feel like it's an experience, we have to have so many different touch points. And at each of those touch points, we need to think about how we want that candidate to feel, even if it's bad news, even if it's good news. But we need to think about that candidate first and how they're going to be feeling after that interaction with us. Once they find a job, once a candidate finds a job, does that interaction stop? Um, I would say sometimes it does, if I'm honest, you know, again, this comes back to, you know, the candidates going to jobs and sometimes they stay in that job. So they don't, they don't need us. But I think a lot of the time, um, if that candidate has received that good experience and they have built a relationship with that recruiter, then we will stay in touch and they will come back to us. We, we do, um, once somebody started a job with us, we always check in anyway at certain points to make sure that they're comfortable and everything's okay. Um, and generally, I would I would hope that most people we've placed or put out into a temporary booking would come back to Brook Street if they needed to work again. It'd be quite good for your career development to stay in touch with your recruiter, though, wouldn't it? It would. So let's finish up then. Top three tips that you would offer a candidate in order to get the most out of their recruiter relationship. Top three. So they're trying to they've got to squeeze as much out of these recruiters as okay. they can, get as much out of the relationship as they can. What are you yeah. what are you doing? So number one um, has to be communication. You have to over communicate. You can never communicate too much with your recruiter. Don't ever feel like you're a pain. You know, you should be literally on top of them, chasing them down. They will be all like, you know, contacting you regularly. So I think that works both ways. So no ghosting allowed. Um, I'm going to give my number one because I, I disagree slightly. Okay. My number one is get in front of the recruiter. Yeah. That's my biggest tip. Yeah. That's like, it's such an underdone thing. Get in front of the recruiter. Yeah. I know I said it before, but my goodness me, if you can yeah. get in front of someone, it's like any sales thing. And our doors are open, you know. I think it's, um, I, sa- I think I said earlier the importance of that face-to-face relationship so I agree. And as a face recruiter, face, yeah. you feel like once you get to know that person, that they're, yeah. not, they're not just on the end of an email, yeah. they're not just you're on, on the, the end hook. of it. You're on the hook. Yeah, you've got on that recruiter's yeah. mind and they feel yeah. obligated to try and make a difference for your life, you know? Agreed, agreed. Number two, honesty. I mean, I think honesty always, um, you know, you have to be honest and transparent we we are salespeople at the end of the day, so we are going to come at you with jobs and, you know, we're going to be selling stuff to you and mm. what have you. Feel free to say no. Tell us it's not right. No is powerful. No is really powerful. So, you know, be honest and transparent. Always tell us if it's not for you. We are going to be honest and transparent with you and we just expect the same in return. So always be honest. 
And then number three. Okay, so number three is about listening to constructive feedback and taking that feedback on board and acting on it. You won't always hear what you want to hear from your recruiter. There are going to be times when you go out for interview or your expectations aren't quite what um, where they need to be and your recruiter is going to give you advice on that and is going to give you feedback and coaching. And I think as a candidate, you need to be open to that open to taking it on board and putting it into action for your next interview or job application. All right, well, that's it for today's episode. Don't forget to hit the subscribe or follow button on whatever device you're listening to this on. You can also follow us on TikTok, Facebook or LinkedIn for loads of great advice as well. And if you're looking for a new role, visit brookstreet.co.uk to find your local branch. Get in front of your recruiter. 